No, that reminds me, Darth Vader was a road safety guy, wasn't he? Um, what was his name? The bodybuilder guy. I, I don't know, the, the, the white guy inside the Darth Vader suit, the Welsh, not the voice. Yeah, the Welsh bodybuilder. He's <laughs> the Welsh bodybuilder. Yeah. Why did Is you he need to buy a bodybuilder? They're putting uh, armour on him. Like they could just make the armor fit however they want. Yeah, well, it's like what? So that yeah, the same as like Barney the dinosaur the guy wasn't a dinosaur. Yeah, but he wasn't a bodybuilder either, was no, he? No, exactly. Like, yeah. but he didn't have to look like a dinosaur <laughs> to put the suit on. <laughs> I guess they just move on. I can't remember someone with a big stature, but maybe a bodybuilder or, like has that natural kind of presence, like chest yeah. forward stance, like intimidating uh, figure. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. Which is I've been reminded. I, like, I'm not. A big, big person, but I am averagely big, I think. Yeah. If I if I stood in a line of people, they'd be like, that's average, that's average, and that's Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's fine, uh, but I've never, I've kind of forgotten about it in a while. Yeah. But I started going back to the gym um, pretty well recently, and literally, I've done one week of weights, which is, I've basically hit every body group, and yeah. I've noticed, like, immediate ramifications. Right. So, like, immediate, like... Um, when doing an, an arm exercise or something like that, I've noticed a good arm pump. And I'm like, I haven't exercised in eight years. Yeah. Why do I still have underlying muscle in some way? Whereas I feel if we... Sorry, it just so needs to be a bit closer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Were you waiting between breaths? Or? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't, don't want to distract your flow. I forget, you don't stop. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, underlying muscle, this like... I mean, it's it's dormant in that, but when as soon as I start doing exercises with it, the blood fills with it, and yeah. I've got definition when I did, it was like, why do I have that? De- I mean, admittedly, it's when I'm pumped and whatever, but yeah. I was just like, I haven't done anything for eight years. Like, I yeah. thought the muscle would just die, <laughs> but it just, you know, really chills out for eight years, apparently. Yeah. It's like a sleeper cell. <laughs> was that, that's a big thing, Russians. Though. Well, like, your body won't break down muscle unless it has to. Right? Yeah, but I feel like it probably would have had to over the past eight. I think like, you oh, might fuck it. You lose, you lose strength, but like yeah. you like particularly if you, if you're on like a calorie surplus. So if you're gaining weight, mm. you're not going to lose muscle and replace it with like fat or whatever. Yeah, Your body's just going to keep that. And by the way, here's some fat as well. But it's, it just feels inefficient. But it's not. It's completely efficient. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm more efficient than I thought I would be <laughs> due to my gluttony and diabetes. <laughs> Every cloud. Yeah. Silver but the other thing I noticed as well is um, I started having sports massage. What, like deep tissue? Yeah, yeah. Um, every week now. I never went for that. Uh, I, all I ever heard was it's incredibly painful oh, and yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. I've only done a few. I did one at uni and that was horrible. Yeah. But it was good. As, as yeah, you say. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm starting to do them every week now because my posture is just something that's like easily fixable, but mm. something that I've avoided fixing. And the re- I'm just too big for the world. <laughs> it's just I can't have conversations with people without slouching. Yeah, I can't get into most cars. I'm not huge. I'm six four. Yeah, which is in yeah. question by some people. <laughs> but between six two and six, you're four, the tallest person I've ever met. <laughs> Well, six two if I'm slouching, and six four if I'm stood up straight. Is yeah. basic thinking about it. But yeah, I just can't function. Like 
<laughs> I used the um, the spa in the, the gym that I use, um, which has got all these like jets and stuff like that. Yeah. But the water and it's hot water. It's obviously like a hot tub, but the water only comes up to my nipple, like under my nipples. Yeah. And everyone else, it's like you know above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in order to relax, I just have to like slide down the back <laughs> of my chair until I'm practically lying down. I'm like, I'm relaxed. Are you relaxed? I'm really relaxed. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I have to go into weird positions to get muscles kind of kind of hitting that. Yeah. And the same with tables. If I go to a restaurant, there's not a guarantee that I'm going to fit underneath the table. No, no. And it's because of my leg length. It's not. It's not like just because of my gut. It's like no, literally, I can't. When I was buying furniture for the house, there were tables I was trying to like. I don't fit with this. This is a kids' table. Didn't Didn't you get a table and then get stands to put the table on? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which Extra are de- legs, which are designed for the elderly to stop them from bending. <laughs> But then I had, but they, I got the size that was too big. Yeah, so, so then I was, was just like eating, comedy. Like, table. I was like a child <laughs> yeah. trying to like reaching up to the table. Well, this is this is better, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for years I put it down to um, not stretching properly when like exercising pretty intensely. But I think it's just more just you know conversationally and, and real world stuff. I have to duck to get into some doorways. Yeah. Some Apparently, doorways, not all doorways. I'm not huge. Yeah, it's just I'm much taller than average. I can't remember what average is like five ten. Um, it's like six inches, maybe taller. Six I think, inches. I think average is about me, so it's about five eight, five nine, right, like around there. Yeah, so but yeah, it's like six or eight inches taller. It's not yeah. that much taller. No, but it's just everything's like, not designed. If for you, me. What, I think if you went to like Amsterdam or like somewhere like East Europe, you probably find it quite comfortable because most people there are around about between like six and six four. Right, like Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's say Transylvania. What are they, there's a, there's a yeah. name for that for for that sect of kind of people. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. I just can't remember what it is now. They've got fjords. Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Scandinavians. Yeah, you'd be, you'd probably be all right over there. They're all well. Like, thanks for the subtle, you know. Hint. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> go somewhere where you belong. <laughs> yeah. Tired of? Why don't you just go to Tallland? <laughs> I'm tired of raising all my doorways. Go to where everybody's tall. Then you won't feel so special. <laughs> but yeah, so I just got into... Uh, uh, yeah, I had a sports massage today. Mm. Uh, just like cracking and um, not just basically ironing out your muscles with it, with someone's elbow. Which is <laughs> yeah. basically the experience of that and just like professionals looking at you. Yeah. Stuff like that. And he says, yeah, we can do some work. It might take a while. But what I thought was weird, because it's painful, mm. but it's, you know, you kind of accept it's, oh, it's for the better. When you're lying on your front and you can't really do anything, it's kind of more okay. You, you don't reflexively react. Yeah. But when you're laying on your back facing upwards <laughs> and you've got your arms available to defend yourself, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's this odd reflex to just be like, no, block it and run. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, the masseuse wasn't expecting to, for me to say. I, say. I think I phrased it as like, you know, there's much more instinct to kill you and escape <laughs> in this position. Okay, so oh. if you could lie on your front now. But... <laughs> if you could put the gun down, that would be appreciated yeah. and that would be good. But yeah, I just, yeah, so hopefully we'll see what life is like with a, with a healthy back. I don't know. And see what the world looks like from two inches taller. Yeah, just means I might just lose some friends because I literally can't see where they are. Yeah, so. it's uh, it's it's a big issue. I whenever there's people thinking about working out and they're like, um, they the, the immediate response when they go to weights, and I understand why because it's safe and it's self-explanatory and everything. But is to go and use the machines 
where everything's supported yeah. except the muscles that you're working on. Yeah. And it weakens all your supportive muscles because you're not really doing anything with them and it fuck it can fuck your posture, it can it can fuck everything if you have like prolonged use on them. And people don't really kind of think about that. That's that's why I switched to free weights when I when I learned that. I was just like, well, mm. I'm working out the muscle that people can see, but the muscles that it needs are getting nothing. Yeah. Well, that's another problem I had. Because it fits in the gym as well. I'm I'm broad as well. Yeah. And I've got what I think is called gorilla arms, which is... <laughs> is that self-titled or is that... <laughs> no, it's genuine. It's a medical it's... term. <laughs> Genuinely. Because my wingspan is further than my height. Right, okay. I've got long arms, yeah. basically. Um, longer arms than I should. <laughs> um so what that means weight-wise, and, and something I've, I've realised is kind of like getting back into it and planning what I want to do, is whenever I've done exercises, my arms have taken the brunt of most of it. Mm. So if I'm doing a bench press, yeah, it's because of the length of my arms and the shape of what you need to go and the shape of most gym equipment or free stuff, yeah, is like the most of it is being done by my shoulders and my triceps as opposed to my chest. Yeah. And that's what I've been feeling this week. I mean, like my arms are knackered, but the rest of me is pretty much fine. So mm. I've got to change everything up. But yeah, it means that because of my height and size, I don't even fit into a free moving environment. It's just, <laughs> it's just society has crippled me. Yeah. You know, it's all society's fault is what I'm trying to say. I've got to try and build my way around it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a place for machines and, and, and stuff like that when you want to do certain things, but it's 100% better if you know how to do it to use free weights. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do a, if you're going to do your legs, it's better to do a squat than a leg press. But if you can do a squat, and then in another exercise, do leg press. Yeah, then that's fine. Yeah, that's... but as long as you're, yeah, as long as you're working all the muscles that you need to, not just your glory muscles or the muscle that the one muscle you want to work. Yeah, it's yeah. A, two machines that I use. I use a leg press and the and the cable row thing. No, yeah. the cable row thing's fine because you're still like freestanding. It's just you're pulling a thing. Um, <laughs> like so, you yeah, you're all fully supported and everything, and then there's the press is just to variate between like squats and lunges mm. but it, it yeah it's good to use machines in between but the important thing is yeah you're getting your compound exercises yeah. in and getting everything kind of done mm. but yeah and the other thing is the mental fucking change that kind of flips over which is good but it was the thing that i was concerned about is everything's going to get more intense and i was kind of yeah. happy with my chilled out back to my hippie way of it's like oh yeah. you know people having an argument in front of me oh you know it's probably all just nonsense isn't it but now i just kind of like jump on it yeah just because it's like just because my brain is is and it's all because of it's all what i felt is it's all about prioritization mm. like before i was just kind of doing everything at once because it was like oh, i just need to get your life together and, and do everything and as soon as you go well what's your number as soon as you seriously put everything together and go what's your number one priority right now okay, then focus on that, put everything to the side. Yeah. Like before I was like, oh, I'll do stand up and I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do this and I'll do that. And now I'm just like, oh, well, if I just sort out for the next three months, if I just focus on maintaining the gym thing, everything yeah. will get easier. Yeah. And as soon as that's kind of removed or put on a, put on lo a lower priority, like it, I think King Gong is in like a week and a half or something like that. Yeah. If I don't go, it's okay. As soon as I made that conscious decision of like, oh, if it's Sunday and I'm feeling energetic and I want to go up and do something, I'll go up and do it. But it's not a case of, right, every night I need to sit down and write something for this. Yeah. That's, no, number one priority is getting to the health thing. But the other thing I've decided to put aside is just dating, just because fucking for three months. 
Yeah. Women are only going to get crazier towards Christmas. And that's not sexist. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm a romantic. Yeah. Nothing more romantic than winter. Right? Christmas but and just... like New Year's Eve is the big one, isn't it? Yeah. And just... But I have someone to kiss at midnight. <laughs> Apparently not in Italy. No? I got into a lot of trouble at a house party. <laughs> Went to a Spanish house party years ago, and um, Spanish or Italian? It's a Spanish house party, right. but it was a, like from work thing, and then this Italian girl came, right? Um, and one, it was weird because they brought prawns, and I've never seen prawns at a New Year's Eve party, but hey, it's Spain, right? Uh, and um, yeah, it was weird because they didn't have a TV license and they didn't have like internet, so instead of watching the countdown, we just watched YouTube footage of the previous year's <laughs> countdown. Just uh, probably now, it's probably now. <laughs> yeah. They did it, and uh, well, I was listening to BBC Radio for the for the countdown, mm. and I told this guy once, he's got, oh, you know, it's good luck to to kiss at, at New Year's. Wasn't attracted to the girl at all. No. I was just like, I kind of feel like I need some good luck this year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it erupted into like a what? What's going on? It's like she consented, but like <laughs> afterwards, she's like, I didn't realize you were going to kiss me. It's like, well, you, why didn't you think that? <laughs> I asked you if you wanted to kiss at midnight. She, you said yes. Yeah, we kissed at midnight, and now you're confused. <laughs> so yeah, not in Italy. Don't just well, oh, no what's confused? Spain eat grapes as well, so not just in general, but for New Year's. I feel oh, really? like I've talked about this before, mm. but yeah, in the countdown to <laughs> New Year's, yeah, they eat as many grapes as they can. I think for every second or something like that. It's something like that. I've, I've so just no be idea. careful if you go to Spain, right? Because ha- grapes keep, have got sugar in it. Keep your just- eye on your grapes. <laughs> Because some poor some, soul, someone might grab them out of your hand. Yeah, has no counting grapes. down. <laughs> yeah. Ten, nine. <laughs> <laughs> no grapes to kiss at midnight. <laughs> but yeah, when I, I did, but yeah, I went on my final date. I think uh, at the weekend, and just <laughs> what made you decide this? This just... is going to be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't anything eventful. It was just. It was just a bad date, a, yeah. a bad blind date. I broke the number one rule that I'm told. I can't remember what TV show I got this from, but you never ever go on a first date for a meal. You always go out for a drink, right? Because if you go out for a drink, you can just be like, "Bye," and leave. <laughs> Whereas if your pizza's just arrived, yeah, you kind of just have to sit there and, and eat you're pizza. Already having a horrible time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you kind of like there's so much more obligation to stay, yeah. And yeah, I mean. I've talked before about the type of people that are willing to go out with me uh, <laughs> um, on the last on the last podcast, and it's just like, just there's, there's usually a screw loose or there's something that's not quite there. But it's most of the time it's just people are just so much, so they have such less ambition than I do when it comes to anything. I've talked before about this woman said her passion was pizza and she loved pizza. So, oh, what kind of pizza do you like? Oh, mm. just Domino's. <laughs> like it wasn't like. What kind of pizza from Domino's? Just any on on a Tuesday, really. Yeah. Two for Tuesday. You know, I wouldn't call that passion. I mean, no. Like, like, do you make your own? Uh, not even that. Like, do you try different pizzas? Do you yeah. alternate between Pizza Hut and Domino's? Mm. No, I just go to Domino's. And like, all she wanted in life, and this is a lo- load of people, they just want someone to sit at home and watch Carnation Street with. Yeah. And just like talk non talk about bollocks and eat pizza and then just have a sed- a sedimentary life kind of just like done and sorted, have a couple of kids and that's your life. And I that's want, fine. I, I want someone I'm comfortable doing that with. I don't want someone to just be that all the time. Well that's where the crazy comes in. That's where like they they just want anything, they'll just grab anything and then put their own 
illusion, their own <laughs> perception onto that person. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, and it's just the phrase, the, phase, the phase that I think people go through. But I've always seen relationships as um, striving to be the best person that you can be and helping the other person be the best that they can be. And yeah. it's a mutual relationship, so they're trying to improve you and you're trying to improve them. But again, most people just kind of want to do nothing. This person wanted to improve herself, but just was no, there was nothing substantial there. Like she, <laughs> she, well, this all came, right, no, and this is the reason I stopped dating. I'll get into that in a minute. No, fuck it. Stay on topic. Right. First of all, we go to Pizza, pizza Express, right? And, and have pizza. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Not Domino's. No, no, no. You was sprunched out. You, you, wanted, to go for a, mind. wanted to go out for a curry, but it was fully booked, apparently. Yeah. So I, I want to point out, I initially wanted to go for a drink. Yeah. But I was hungry when she said, how about we get a meal? And she just, she uh, broke through my tough exterior. Yeah, it was really <laughs> difficult to coerce you into that. Dobles? Yeah, I'll go for Dobles. <laughs> No drink, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this like uh, conversation was just nothing, and this has happened on a few occasions. And one is probably more likely reason than the other, but I just don't believe the other one. No. One of them is they're not that attracted to me. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just uh, the conversation just dries up so quickly mm. because so many people just don't have anything to talk about. So what happens in most situations is I do most of the talking. Yeah. Or think, I ask get, all the questions. Yeah. When shit gets one-sided, it's just... It's just yeah. like, why? I'm, I mean, naturally, I think I'm... Like, I think I've detailed myself as like an entertainer type. Yeah. It's like, I'd like to... I like to make people laugh. I'd like to do things to put on a show. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I want an audience member for a partner yeah. in my double act. That doesn't really make sense. Yeah. <laughs> You're a plant. <laughs> laugh when I say things. Oh, okay. That's a weird relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it's also a bad sign to be like out with someone for the first time or something and they don't really ask anything about you. Well, right? I mean, yeah, but like little bits, but then it's just like, oh, then that's kind of it. And yeah. there's, say, there's two ways of looking at it. They've either seen enough to be like, I'm out. So I'm mm. just going to sit in silence until this horrible evening is over. <laughs> but if that's your mentality, that's incredibly unattractive to me. Yeah. At least set fire to the table and walk away. <laughs> you have to do something to make it interesting. Don't just yeah. like sit here and willingly have a horrible time. <laughs> but yeah, but I was, <laughs> and the problem about eating at a restaurant is you can't just get up and leave. So I was subtly trying to ask for the bill from the most unattentive waitress in the world. Yeah. To the point where I just kept on inching my chair further and further away from the table, whilst every time just dipping in. So, uh, so if you were a colour, what kind of colour would you be? And then just kind of inching, <laughs> <laughs> inching away, trying to think of scenes from a hat questions yeah. just to ask every now and then, and inching, inching, and inching away, just be like, "Hi, oh, can I have the bill? Can, can I have the can I have the bill? Yeah. <laughs> Blue? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yellow." And then just I was so far away from the table. <laughs> just, might as well have just left but it was it was just nothing it was like it was like oh we planned to go out for a drink afterwards and i was like no it's just, just it isn't any good yeah and it's just a boring experience for me hmm. but the reason that i've stopped dating is because fucking facebook keeps on suggesting <laughs> my personal details to chicks i've met up with once chicks women i've met up with <laughs> chicks babes that i've met up with once before and haven't like got into contact again for good reason. Yeah. Like one of them who just popped up and I was like, I don't know that face. Where do I know that face from? She loves serial killing. 
Like loves it, absolutely loves it. And is just a little bit off and was just a little bit like there was no real chemistry, but you know, I think with, I think that one ended mutually in, in yeah. some, it's kind of like we both were like, nah, but I don't want her having my address or my email address or be able to send me messages or to track where I am in the country or to see pictures of, oh, he's got a dog. Oh, he's got this. It's just, it's, please stop doing it. I've been trying to figure out what it is because I don't have their phone numbers. I don't have them on Facebook. We have no friends in common. I think it's through WhatsApp, like what either yeah, through Tinder and through WhatsApp. It just mm. connects it and takes it together. And he's like, why don't you contact her? It's like, no. There's <laughs> <laughs> literally five occurrences last week. That's weird. Which is, yeah, I took it as a sign to make some additions to uh, the previous week's podcast where I talked about how I tend to deal with exes. Abort! Abort! (laughs) (laughs) But just, yes, please, I don't understand why you're doing it. If you, if you have someone's phone number in your phone, surely in, in modern day culture, you'd also have their social media details. Yeah. Because you'd phone them up or text them to be like, like, what's your Facebook? I think you're more likely to have you. Yeah, well, it's media. free. Social media yeah. is free, whereas texting, phoning can be costing money. So yeah. I don't understand why they're doing it. But I just didn't want more and more people to... Because uh, I've, I've got an open profile. I used to have a closed profile. Uh, I think I might just have to close it again. But <laughs> I just want to be a comedian. <laughs> I like my page, but I have to vet you first. It's like, nah, it, doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But yeah, so prioritizing everything and kind of going on the number one. Yeah. Focusing on different things at different times and just yeah. making that thing. I got into uh, today's International Girls Day. You know, Is it? Yeah, or International Day of the Girl. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yesterday was like Global Mental Health Awareness Day or something. Oh, yeah. But then. <laughs> 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 oh no! I was trying this. I was trying to think of something that'd be like, "I love Mental Health Awareness Day. It's so fucking pathetic." Hashtag bipolar. <laughs> to be like, maybe it's maybe it's a thing. Right, I don't know, okay. Maybe it's a joke. But yeah, I was no, I was no, meant I to look into a few International others. Girls Day. Yeah, which I'm assuming is the same as International Women's Day. I think it's around the same time. I think it was just it's been marketed as a, as a slightly different thing. But it made me think uh, the subcon the way that I think is I don't think, and then suddenly this thing just bubbles up from my subconscious and goes, "Oh, here's what you think." By the way, just get handed a memo. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you think. Kill all the Jews. <laughs> just do that. Um, and my frustration with a lot of arguments when it comes to equal pay or equality is because everyone tries to raise the lowest up to the same level. Yeah. And I don't understand that logic. I think it should be individual. And I think the best way for me to describe it is 2% of people on death row are women. So we need to be killing 98% more women. (laughs) That's the argument, right? Because we need equality. Right. So it's not crimes because men and women are equal. They commit the, the crimes equally but you know the justice system is sexist so why don't we start killing more of these female prisoners and that's exactly the same thing as like the the, the wage gap you go like well yeah. no men get paid this much so we need to make women have more of this yeah so let them have more death <laughs> <laughs> it just because then they go oh well obviously that should mean if you even want to entertain that argument you go like, oh we should, we should less men should be executed yeah you go like well, okay but they're committing these crimes right are these crimes not punishable by death anymore yeah no well why aren't we giving women the equal opportunity 
to die in that, <laughs> in that situation. And uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, so that whole argument of equality needs to be mm-hmm. enforced upon, or what, what's, what's it called in American History X, where um, they, uh, in order to enforce equality, a black person would have gotten a job over a white person, even if they were underqualified, because they needed to boost equality yeah. statistics. I can't remember what there was a phrase for it at the time. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, something like enforced equality, or something like that. But yeah, so any argument that is just like, just because they're men and women, that means that they should have the same statistic of death row. I, yeah. don't, I don't understand that. No. And that's the same argument as it's, every argument put in that in that format. I don't know. I, I think I've spoken about the wage gap before, so I'm not going to go heavily into it. But yeah, it's yeah. like, it's the majority of the time, it's a fallacy. Like, it's not, there are genuine reasons why... Um, women in certain positions will get paid less than men. Most of it comes down to experience. Um, but it's just, but it's why either, are you basing your value off of someone else's value? Well, that's the thing. Like either way, what, what everybody is owed is, uh, equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. Yeah. Like you, everyone deserves the same opportunities. What you make of them and where you get with them, it's, you, you don't, that part yeah. doesn't have to be equal to anybody else. But that's, that's the, the thing that I find is the core of my kind of frustration with the whole, um, I guess, like online argument thing is the fact that other people should be giving you more. I, do, I just don't get it. I don't understand. Like, there's a thing about women on panel shows. Like, you should have more women on panel shows. There's less than one woman on every panel show on average. So you yeah. should have more women on panel shows. It's like, why are you demanding that the panel shows give you something? Why don't you start your own panel show? Mm. Why, if you want something, I don't, I, that's the thing that I can't relate to. I just can't understand. But I think it's the average person. The average person is used to being taken care of in some way. Yeah. And because I'm somewhat of a, a somewhat of a, I'd happily live in the woods with absolutely nothing. I just go like, why do you need that? Why would you ask for anything? Why don't you just build your own cabin and put a panel show in it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I just found that statistic of death row quite funny. And I figured that that's how I, and that's my understanding of it. It's like, if you're going to argue for that, then you need to argue this and then it'll make sense to me. And I can't mm. understand how it can, how it can work. But anyway, did you know they found Santa Claus's tomb? I read that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old dead Saint Nick. An intact tomb has been found underneath the Saint Nicholas Church. Clues in the name. (laughs) Right? In the the Demra district of Turkey's southwest province of Antalya. Mm. Demra is built on a bunch of ruins where Saint Nicholas was thought to have lived. Um, And the reaction to it has been pretty funny, I think, because they've seen it as like a huge tourist attraction. Like, come see where Santa Claus is dead. (laughs) Because I think they think his bones might be intact. So they're like, right. come one, come all, look at no reindeers in Turkey. <laughs> look, look, the, you know, when your dad said, or your parents said that, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. He is, he's just dead. Let's have a look here. You can touch the bow. I, uh, I, I, yeah. I, why, but it's not a kid's attraction, right? Well, is it an adult's attraction? I mean, I think the thing with saints is, isn't it like they're meant to be touched by God in some way? Yeah. So some people might do a religious pilgrimage there, but I wouldn't call it tourism. To become a saint, I wouldn't you have buy to... this. Well, I would buy the t-shirt, but I'm not sure. You know, you get a gift shop with a mug of a bunch of bones on it, with yeah. a little Santa's hat, fake beard, a bunch of kids crying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. 
Is it because a saint you have to perform a miracle? Or something like that. Like, you have to... <laughs> he did fly. Around yeah. the world <laughs> in less than a day, propelled by uh, animals that weren't even, like, resident in his country. So, like, <laughs> where did he find them? I don't know. And Maybe he got them from nowhere. And he sold out to Coke, so... Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's had a life. Yeah. He's had a crazy mixed-up life for the past 2,000 years. I just... But I, I don't... There, there's a massive disconnect there. Because, mm. like... There's the guy buried in the tomb, and then there's Santa Claus, and there's no real explanation that they've given as to how Saint Nick got to being Santa Claus. Well, what they're saying is, yeah. this guy's Saint Nick and Santa, it's all one and the same. Um, well, the one that I right? read, which was, uh, was from, it the, different? from the BBC, um, he was famous for giving gifts to kids. <laughs> like that was his thing <laughs> which sounds a bit it's sinister it's a miracle <laughs> yeah but it, his generosity was outstanding basically right. and he'd always give money to kids and, and and give money to kids he would pay kids off and do whatever but he's so always he's, a generous person he's Scrooge post ghostly visit yeah yeah but aren't we all I mean no <laughs> third week in a row <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been keeping <laughs> This is your third belch in 21 days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it seems weird. I mean, they say that the world's eyes are set upon us. I don't think they are. Uh, <laughs> we claim that St. Nicholas has been kept in this temple without any damage. We're at the last stage. If we get results, tourism's going to explode. <laughs> I think you... I don't know what websites you subscribe to, but we found some bones. Was it, was just it, like, but it's, no one worships Santa Claus. I think kids, in their own way, worship him. Yeah, they but leave kids out don't sacrifices. Want to go and see dead Santa. They want to see Santa at the supermarket. <laughs> and on the twenty third of December, he shall rise <laughs> from Sainsbury. Yeah, and then he goes to the North Pole, and then he goes around the world, and then he comes back dead. Yeah, apparently his um, kindness was legendary, St. Nick. And the Dutch took their version to America and then it grew. And they, he was so generous that they hid his body for thousands of years underneath so nobody could temple. pay their respects. It's underneath a church called St. Nicholas. <laughs> I don't understand why they didn't look there first. <laughs> Why not look somewhere else? Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did, didn't go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was it, Life of Brian? Where the Roman <laughs> Roman centurions all charge inside the room and they're all hidden behind like a lampshade. <laughs> Wait, did you check downstairs? <laughs> uh, no, back in, back in. <laughs> in other news, you know, you know Canada's really racist, obviously. <laughs> And we haven't had this example before, but I think Donald Trump did something similar and mm. I made the same comments. I just want to point out just how ridiculous it all is. A plaque has been removed from Canada's Holocaust Memorial because it neglected to say Jews. Like, they didn't mention that the Jews died. What did it say? It said... It commem we commemor it, the plaque commemorated the, in quotes, millions of men, women and children and who were murdered. Uh, but did not specifically mention Jewish people or anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not wrong. But it's just how many religions do you want to list on a commemorative plate? No, I mean the people that made the plate. 
They're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like millions of men, women, you and children died. You didn't say Jews. <laughs> That's all it is. That's the whole argument. I think... Um, I, I can't remember what memorial it was. It was probably a Holocaust day or something that Donald Trump said something similar and people yeah. were pissed because he didn't say Jews. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, why? It's such a... And it, it's so stereotypically Jewish <laughs> to be that pin-picky yeah. about the product that has been bought by the government. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, it matters that we remember this. Yeah. But so one... If you're going to say this, so many more people... I mean, it's National Holocaust mo- mo- Monument. Mm. So I guess you can only talk about the Holocaust. But even in, the, even in the Holocaust, the problem is the events that took place are specifically called the Holocaust, specifically for Jews, I think. Yeah. Like, many, many, many more Russian people died in yeah. that event. Yeah. yeah. And were murdered in gulags in, in more imprisonment and more worse conditions and was slaughtered more. Yeah. Suffered more. But because that was called something that people don't care about, mm. because Judaism is more popular in the Western civilization, this is what we focus on. But just the, the the argument is that you're trying to forget that they were Jews and you're trying to undermine Jewish heritage. And it's like... I don't know how much, like, yes, you need to remember the tragedies of the past, mm. but do you, re- is it more important to remember the badge that they wore on their chest or what, what they, what, what, what their version of belief was? I, I imagine that, um, many religions have kind of modernized in terms of like gay marriage. Mm. I imagine that back then certain religions hated gay marriage. Or wouldn't even conceive of gay marriage or even homosexuality. They did gay people in general. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to, why not say, you know, all the, all the millions of men, women and children who are murdered and also were against homosexuality. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> but it's just true. Yeah. But you don't want to remember that memory. You yeah. want to remember the martyrdom. Yeah. Which is what it has to be martyrdom at this point because you want to. You're using that experience for your own personal interest. Yeah. While it is in the interest of like the world and history, you're the one who's most interested in it. I don't think um, a lot of the people that uh, would happen to be offended by the um, the, the, the lack of the term mm. Jew or whatever in the signage um, generally have bad intentions, but um, kind of on, on the whole, it's there's, there's this constant fight that everyone claims is for equality when at the same time everyone's trying to make sure that we all know who's worse off well, I, yeah, and it's who's just, had a harder time. Well, it, it, there's that, but there's also, I think people just want to be seen Because you get it with slavery as well. Yeah, people competing over like who had it worse, Jews yeah. or black people. Well, it's like, well, look, we're all in the same room now. What? What? Yeah. How do we go forward? What is it? Like, <laughs> I think Doug Stanhope did a bit about... Um, he was in a, a bar and he was drunk one night and uh, they were talking to the French and the, the, to this French guy and the American went, we saved your ass in World War Two. Mm. And Doug was like, we did? I wasn't like, <laughs> I blacked out last night, but I didn't wake up with any texts like, thank you from the French. <laughs> I didn't wake up with it. We have no responsibility. We didn't do any of that shit. No. But people want to take on, people want to take on as much um, applause and as much gratitude and, and emotional backpack back back patting that they possibly can. Yeah, but with, just with I mean, 
there's no right way to phrase that. Yeah. There is a, a way to phrase it that will please 51% of the population and people will always find fault in absolutely anything. Did it's, you see, um, Dove? I think it's Dove does like soap and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, Dove. Um, they got in trouble this week because of an advert they did where people said they were, it was racist because they were implying that a black person is just a dirty white person. Because what? it was a it was a montage of women taking off their shirt and underneath the shirt was another woman and they'd be of different ethnic backgrounds mm. and I think there's like five instances of this like it was like one woman uh, a Chinese woman takes it off and it's a I don't know a Filipino person Filipino yeah. person it's someone else um, they focused on a black person a black girl taking it off and there being a white girl underneath yeah and just the amount of self serving <laughs> like I don't think. I mean, I'm not a racist, yeah. and I find that incredibly racist. I can't see how Dove ever made this mistake before. Yeah. And it's not racism anymore, it's colorism. What? Colorism's the word now. But that's bollocks, because we can't <laughs> say coloured. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. It's no longer about your racial background, because they realise how ridiculous that is, because everybody comes from, you know, one <laughs> background eventually. Yeah. So there's, oh, it's all about colorism now. It's about the colour of someone's skin, not where they're from. And so, in Dove, which which works with skin care mm. is going to talk about different skin tones and it's because this happened once before i think like they were saying oh dove's done it again you know this it's just it, stop trying to make yourself feel intelligent <laughs> about something it's just nonsense i can't yeah. understand i can't i can't be doing with it anymore i can't i can't entertain it anymore i just go like oh, just don't talk to me about this anymore please mm. but that's how the extremists get born isn't it <laughs> i don't want to listen to your science no more <laughs> I believe the world's flat. Yeah, but no, I've had enough <laughs> dealing with this. I'm sending a satellite in, and we're going to sort this out. <laughs> Where's Bob? <laughs> Who? B O B. It's weird that like you're so desperate to separate yourself as a as, as a race or, race or an ethnicity based on the bad things that have happened to you, but never you never do it based on the bad things that other people have done. Like, mm. you wouldn't go over to Germany and accuse people in the street of being horrific because of the things that their ancestors did to the Jews. It yeah. never goes in reverse. Which is victimhood. Yeah. Victimhood exactly. is, is, the, yeah. Is, the, is the currency that people are trying to barter with now. And you just go, I just don't, I can't, I don't understand what this is for. The same way people making the argument about equality in different examples being that the lowest should be raised up. And again, I'm not against that. Yeah. If you, I think personally, if if I think society has to travel at the pace of the slowest member in that society, yeah. Otherwise, you're literally just cutting people down. Yeah. And I don't agree with that way of thinking. So, if you want to believe that the lowest should be brought up, you have to be willing to at least talk about the situations where that is fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, we should just kill ninety eight percent more women. It's like, <laughs> no, obviously that's stupid, but that's yeah. the exact same phrasing of argument they're yeah. using in this argument over here. I, I just don't get it. Like, oh, there should be less white people in films. It's like, why? I don't understand. <laughs> there should be less men in films. There should be more female leading roles. There should be more... See, I'm going into Warhammer now. Like, there's a whole thing about feminist Warhammer. What? Where they want more female storylines. And Warhammer have been really, you know, um, PC about and, and responsive to the whole thing. They said, right. we, are, we are now rolling out female-only armies. Um, a new faction or whatever, well, you know, it's just... I don't have a problem with that, but generally people market to their audience. Well, again, it's just people expecting other people to cater to them. Yeah. I just don't get it. 
Like, would I mean, there's a level of, with Warhammer, there's a level of imagination involved. Mm. Can you not take it one step further and just imagine that they are a different gender? Yeah. But again, I don't have an experience the negative connotations of someone who's been treated differently because of their gender mm. because I'm a man. So there's nothing I can relate to. There's that, that's where the victimhood comes in is saying you can't, you don't understand because you haven't experienced the negatives. Mm. And you go, yeah, but except I've accept, I have experienced negatives of being a man. I've dealt with them in my own way. Yeah. It's, that's the thing that I think people just forget. I think it's everybody is a victim in some way. Your victimhood doesn't make you exceptional no. unless you turn it into something exceptional. Yeah. You don't deserve exceptional treatment just because you're a victim. If you get hit by a car, it depends on the context. <laughs> yeah. If you were trying to kick a moving car, maybe you should have gotten run over. But if you were like, you know, on in, a, in an ice cream shop and you got hit by a car, oh, you yeah, know, it's pretty unlucky. <laughs> you should have got an ice cream, you know, it's yeah. like, just two different ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the quote on the memorial, people said, if we're going to stamp out hatred towards Jews, it's important to get history right. And you go, yeah, I do agree. They didn't get history wrong. That's the, it's, it, the only argument here is you didn't say Jews. Yeah. That's the only argument. It's the only argument. And please just, that, that's my frustration is if you just said that, then at least you'd see how fickle your argument was. Mm. And if you wanted to stick by it, fair enough. But at least you're being honest. Yeah. And not saying like, you know, if it said Jew, in brackets Jews at the end, <laughs> my, maybe that makes sense. I don't know. But anyway, um, this guy's a bit of a hero, mm-hmm. if depending on how you look at it. <laughs> uh, in other news, an army sergeant has, who was having an affair attempted to murder his wife by sabotaging her parachute before a skydive <laughs> that he organized for her as a treat. Oh my God. A jury has been told. His wife survived the fall because she was, I think she did something like 2,800 free falls. Right. So she's she's experienced. She was able to slow herself down to 30 miles an hour and avoid a road. So like, she was just like 30 miles an hour. I'm in a field. I'm in the, I'm in the speed limit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to speed to go after this. Like, um, she, uh, yeah, I mean, she broke her ribs. I think her vertebrae was fractured. Pretty horrific, but she's, uh, she survived. Um, and her husband denies attempting to murder her. Well, well I didn't do that. <laughs> it's more interesting. Um, Winchester Crown Court heard how Miss Silliers, uh, the wife, was sent a WhatsApp message. No, where the husband, the, the wife messaged her husband, jokingly asking whether he was, you trying to kill me? Because I've just found out that the gas valve in the kitchen was on and leaking. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to kill me? No, 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 no. Do you like skydiving? <laughs> Uh, the husband was having an affair with a woman he met on Tinder and his ex-wife, and he was in debt to £22,000 and set up a life insurance on his wife oh. to get a bit of money on it. He denies both oh, counts right. of so attempted murder. So she didn't she didn't do anything wrong? No. He was just trying to he kill her? He was just cheating on, on her. Oh. I think he, one of the messages he sent to one of his lovers was like, I'd sacrifice everything for you, baby, which means <laughs> that I'm going to gas my wife, and if that doesn't yeah. help... I'm like, going to take a skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> you just cut out like two. There's two pieces missing. One from the main chute and one from the reserve chute. Yeah. Just cut out. And his response, or his lawyer's response was like, well, the medics probably took it off, didn't they? When they, you know, saved her splattered body. 
It's like, no, because it would have been, if they take it out, it doesn't just disappear. Like, yeah. it would have been on the it floor. It would have been around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just the evil genius side of just, like, I'll just leave the gas on. And, oh, no, she found that. Well, what's next? Maybe she falls from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're getting you, divorced. You cut the letters, fuck you, into the parachute. <laughs> you look up. <laughs> Yeah, just fucking evil villainess. I was thinking about villains, because I was thinking about films, and I like a lot of realism in films, but there is a certain level of disbelief, and it's when it's become evil villains. Have you seen Unbreakable? No. Uh, Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. No. Um, basically, it's about um, Samuel L. Jackson is this um, evil villainous cat. Well, he's, he's a big character who is... All his bones are really thin, so like he breaks really easily, and he's under the belief that if he exists, there must be someone at the other end of the spectrum who's going to be his arch nemesis. Oh, so I've he starts this... planning all these yeah. big disasters, like train crashes and stuff like nine eleven, all that kind of crazy stuff, yeah. to find someone who survives when they shouldn't, right. and then like that means you're unbreakable and I'm breakable. So now we're evil, we're arch nemesis. Yeah. It's like it's a pretty good film, to be yeah. fair. But it's like it's a bit. That's a you have to you suspend a lot of disbelief because you go, ah, it's like a comic villain, yeah. You know, and there's entertainment value in that the same way that Doctor Evil is entertaining in the yeah. way that he's doing things because you just go like, oh, it's it's in this universe. Yeah. you'd be like, ah, oh, that wouldn't happen in real life. Yeah, but no, it wouldn't. It's a film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just accept that it's a film. Yeah, don't reality doesn't have to be present at all times. No. You aren't owed an explanation for everything. It's just... So, yeah, suspend your disbelief for... If you can suspend your disbelief for a film, yeah. you can do it for the news and you can do it for the real world. Yeah. So yeah. if you see someone yelling at a woman in the street, that doesn't mean he's sexist. It doesn't mean that he's a he's domestically... He's being domestically violent. You'd be like, yeah. no, you have to investigate further before it fucking works out. Yeah. Or, yeah, so... If I was to kill someone, if I was to be killed, I'd like it to be under really ridiculously suspicious circumstances. <laughs> like, this gas hob's been left on from. <laughs> it's got, like, an invisible ink. Someone signed something. Do you remember invisible ink? I uh, never had any, but... It's just a weird I pen. Of it. Yeah. Pen, and then I think you had to rub another pen on top of it. Yeah. You, like, like a highlighter. To yeah. To kind of go over it and you'd read something. And there was somewhere you could, you would wet the paper and it would appear or something like that. <laughs> like, that used to be a genuine thing that used to do. Like, I, I think as a kid, we just, I just had more, thinking about more things to do. So I'd leave a little treasure hunt of invisible notes and it would literally be in the living room and then you go living room and the mum's like oh it's in the kitchen now oh, <laughs> you're wasting all this invisible ink <laughs> it's a great time I'm a great time um, do you know Jackie Kenny uh, I don't know no she's an agoraphobic so you probably haven't bumped into her in the street right? <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just, an, just an average agoraphobe yeah so afraid of wide open spaces but that hasn't stopped her from travelling the world right oh, that's a Heartwarming. She's overcome. <laughs> Google Street View. Um, <laughs> so she hasn't challenged her beliefs. View. She's travelled the world via... And she's Instagrammed it. She, she <laughs> Would she freak out? If it wouldn't agoraphobe, freak out if you put them in VR. I would imagine so. I'd, I think they would. Yeah. Because yeah. a claustrophobic would. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, claustrophobic might not be able to put the goggles on. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, I there feel like virtual reality. Where Street View crosses with VR. There must be. <laughs> that, but that, that, seems like, that seems really easy to do. Well, from someone who doesn't code and has never coded in his life. <laughs> well, just the amount of images. What is it? Every like five feet or whatever. I can't remember. There's a distance between every Street View image. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but then people get, oh, there was, Mark Zuckerberg got ridiculed. I've got that. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. We're going to a bit later, but yeah, the, the, the things about VR is just like, I don't understand how people can see it as a negative. Yeah. I can make every, anything possible, you know. Yeah. Uh, what is, <laughs> Sorry, agoraphobe. Yeah, um, so agoraphobic, but has overcome her fears of traveling the world by clicking on a computer. Right. I just don't understand. Like, okay, if you want to see the world, you want to do that, then do that. But I don't understand how she's Instagramming it and document blogging about her travels. When she's she's in her bedroom. I don't, I I don't get it. I don't understand. Fair enough. If you thought that you would miss out on those views, great that you've got those photos to look at. So she's just flicking through photos. Basically. Yeah. But, and I'm not judging her. It's just, you just go like, that feels like the minimum. And maybe that is the maximum that you're able to do because of your phobia. Yeah. But it feels like it would be a much better success story if you were to overcome your agoraphobia through therapy and, and, and sorting and, and, and helping yourself, if that was an option, and then go on a train. That, that would feel like a much more accomplished I experience. I don't you. understand how you could describe that as seeing the world yeah. when that's something that everybody has done. Yeah, well, if it's flicking through a photo album, is basically. If you've, if you've watched a BBC Planet Earth documentary... Mm you've seen more on that screen than you probably would see traveling. Yeah. Ever. In high def. Yeah. <laughs> With In virtual reality. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just think uh, that seems, I mean, congratulations to Herb for maybe if, if that took some kind of personal, uh, you need to overcome some fear, then fair enough. But it feels like you should be, it feels like the bar's set pretty low there. For the average person, but maybe she's yeah. cl- clinically agoraphobic or something I, like that. I don't, it's, 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 a, it's, well, there's not a problem. It seems to be garnering interest in that. I just have a problem with them calling it traveling. Yeah, saying that you travel the world. Yeah. Because that's, again, the kind of thing that you want people to, it's people fishing, you know, it's like, oh, I've traveled the world. I, that's not a question. You've just made a statement and it's not something yeah. I'm particularly interested in. <laughs> I'm interested in traveling the world, but if the most interesting thing that you've experienced by traveling the world, is saying I travelled the world. Yeah. Then you didn't have a very interesting experience to me. No. You'd have been like, oh, I saw a whale get eaten by a hippo. I didn't expect that. You know, I'd be like, wow, this is a really <laughs> interesting story. That's I just saw a fish eat a whale. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so interested. Um, and oh yeah, there was this other one this week. Um, which I think it's because of it's International Girl Day. Mm. Like I saw this yesterday or the day before. Um, and it's about a 24-year-old girl who met a guy in Barcelona. The guy in Barcelona, like months later, invited her to Amsterdam. Uh, and she went and got um, stood up at the airport. Right. And she got texted saying, I think... <laughs> Let's try and find the the weird phrasing of it. I think it was, you've just been pigged. And it's the, the idea of pulling the ugliest woman that you can. And that makes you win. Okay. Now, regardless of the thinking behind that prank, as it's been phrased. Yeah. I don't understand anyone who'd fly to Amsterdam to meet someone that they don't know. And not have a backup plan at all. 
yeah. just turn up at an airport. If you met someone on holiday and they invited you elsewhere, you wouldn't just be like, I'm going to entrust my entire life with you yeah. because I've known you. And it was, it, was a, it was a holiday in August. So at the longest, it was 31 days. If you knew someone for 31 days... I still wouldn't trust them if I went abroad. I'd be like, I'm going to stay in this hotel. Yeah, I'm going to book I'm a I'm going to do these things that I'm going to do. Yeah. But she just uh, freaked out. And now she's doing a, um, what is it, like a, a GoFundMe. To do to what? To pay for her plane ticket that oh. she spent going out there. Why? Because what? of her grievance. Why didn't you get a return? No, no, she did. Oh. But because she was sent there on ill content, ill intent, they she wants the public to pay for her plane ticket. Fuck you! <laughs> no, but she was treated terribly. So? Exactly, you that's the thing. You fucking live and learn. But that's the thing. It's one, don't go abroad to meet a stranger and have no idea of how you're going to independently deal with your experience over there. What if you got over there and, and you got hit by a car? What would you have done? What if, <laughs> there's, so many, there's so much more information that needs to be dealt with. But no, it's a case of, I went there, he didn't do something, so therefore... Um, I, I need to go fund me. There's other people that f- that could really fucking do with that money. You're trying yeah. to monetize your pity. Well, it's been on uh, TV shows and stuff like that. And the whole angle is how this woman was treated by being told that she was um, romanced because she, they thought that she was ugly. Right. And it's just like, if you want to talk about that, then you have to go like, well... I, see, this is where I think I think it's just me. I think it's just my I, my view of the world is defensive. My view of the world is the world is a dangerous place full of idiots. It's, it's a bitter, and swill- you have to kind of defend yourself against that. Whereas other people see it as the world is a wonderful place and everything's going to be fine. So I don't need to look after myself. So anything yeah. that happens isn't any isn't my fault. It's a bitter pill to swallow, but at the end of the day. Like, it's not that, that that got you into trouble. It was your naivety that got you into trouble. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, you need to learn from this. It's nobody else's problem. Yeah, and innocence just being broken. You're just going, yeah. well, it's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, you can learn like, from turn this. Turn it to a positive, it. but don't fucking monetize it. That's, yeah. that's, a really, that's a really horrible way to cheapen your experience. Like... You could you could turn that whole thing into a positive, into a, something about being proud and mm. and and just learning. Like you could have had a good time in Amsterdam. Yeah, you could have gone. Fine, fuck you then, else. and I'll go and have a fucking awesome time. Yeah, Amsterdam's a good place. Yeah. I love that. I love Amsterdam. Yeah, but it's just again, yeah, it's just people. One, the focus is that she was treated in an ungentlemanly way, and you go like, well, yeah, okay, but you have to accept that there are ungentleman people out there. So you kind of have to accept that that's part of it. And you go, oh, yeah, but isn't it terrible what they did? You go, yeah, but so is gang rape and so yeah. is serial killing. And so <laughs> there's a lot of terrible things in the world. Yeah. You can't just make them disappear. Yeah. You have to either somehow fix all of it mm. or what I do is accept that it is out there and have to defend myself against it. Yeah. And yeah, just people wanting people to deal with their own problems. It's like just d- deal with their problems for them. It's just yeah. Like, now just let just. You need to learn to be independent, not to be dependent on someone you met on holiday last year yeah. for your safety and psychological well-being. Because <laughs> I think she, like, she broke down in tears and she needed to get home or something like that. And it, maybe she had a hotel, maybe she did this. And but that's like, not the objection. Like, I d- I'm sure it was a traumatizing experience. Like, yeah. 
That's, that's there's a definite line about asking for people to pay money to her. Yeah, it's a definite weird line there. I mean, if yeah, yeah, you're just you you mistakenly bought a plane ticket and mistakenly went to Amsterdam. Yeah, that was your mistake. I'm so, well, that's just it. I'm sorry you had a bad experience, and it's yeah. not to take away from that. I'm sure it was horrible for you. Mm. I'm not like belittling that or anything, but it's no one else's job to pay for it. Like, I, yeah. and I don't understand how that will make it better. Yeah, exactly. If anything, it would just aid to the delusion that she doesn't need to take care of herself. Yeah. And it sounds judgmental, but it's just, I don't understand the reason why she hasn't moved on from this or she hasn't done anything about this. And the only thing I can think of is because it's International Girls Day or whatever day it is. Yeah. Um, I think they've raised it to show how some men treat some women in a, in a negative because light. it's an example of men being sympathy. horrifically shallow. Or... Yeah, and you go like, well, just, you know... I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand what you want. Yeah, and they just want to, you know, have some. <laughs> I had a realization. This is one of the good things about that happened out of the horrible date um, at Pizza Express. <laughs> was I realized? Uh, I mentioned last week that flashes. All they want to do is like when they flash someone, they're not looking to have sex. Yeah, they just want to get that energy out. And it doesn't make any logical sense. They're not like, and people like to take. That's you done about dick pics. Yeah, people like to say, "What's your objective? You want me to just be fall in love with you right there and then?" You go, "No." When you say "ah" to a baby, mm. you're not looking to form some kind of barbershop quartet with the baby. Yeah, right. When you go "ah," <laughs> you don't want them to go "ah," and they go "ah." Ba 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 ram. No, it's not the objective, no matter how much that is exactly what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> just think about it. Just like, yeah, just think about it for another second. But yeah, it's a case of people feel one way, they see other things happening, and they'll question that without questioning themselves. Yeah. And that's what I find. That's why I can't get interested in a lot of things, is because as soon as you turn it on its head, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, just put your anger to good use and if you want to change the world start by changing yourself and right yourself. That's, yeah. that's my real message mm, yeah, yeah. be excellent to one another Bill and Ted <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah do you have anything else? um yeah well i'll start with that facebook thing since it's um since you seem to have yeah well, i've glanced over it isn't it like he virtual reality <laughs> virtual <laughs> reality in like the matrix yeah into disaster zone yeah um a cartoon version of facebook (laughs) (laughs) tom and jerry visited (laughs) of facebook ceo mark zuckerberg visited hurricane damaged puerto rico one monday in a tone deaf live stream that was part of that was part disaster tourism part product promotion can we Um, just hold it there because i've heard tone deaf quite a lot and what it means is you were insensitive to the people that you were offending. Is yes. the new term for it. I don't understand how that itself is not tone deaf to people who are tone, tone deaf. deaf. <laughs> I mean, you know, they might as well say, oh, that's really Down syndrome of you. Yeah. You're like, well, isn't that a little bit offensive to Down syndrome people? No, because they don't matter. <laughs> yeah. There are less tone deaf people than there are people who are insensitive to other people. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, I didn't think about that enough, but that's right. <laughs> uh, Zuckerberg along with Facebook's head of social virtual reality. <laughs> I've seen I've seen one image, but I like the idea of two cartoons down like beaming down from space, <laughs> landing in a field and being like, I'm Mike Mike Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And I 
am the head <laughs> of virtual reality. <laughs> Bring me your largest baby. <laughs> but, like, wasn't it just they just appeared on a, a screen the same way that, like, a, a cartoon appears on a television, but they had a camera? Like, they could see the POV yeah, of the camera, well, so they but there was a cartoon of They them didn't as well. appear in... In the actual place at all. Yeah, I guess it there wasn't was like just a, a camera over there anything. or something. There was no screen over there. They and they didn't... were like Microsoft avatars, weren't they? Like yeah, Xbox they looked avatars. like Wii figures. You know, yeah, they, yeah, those kind of things. Yeah. Um... Just ridiculously cartoony people amid <laughs> massive human destruction. Yeah. Uh, so Rachel Franklin. Appear as avatars within the broadcast from his profile as they teleported to different locations using Facebook's social VR tool <laughs> Spaces. Let's look at the mass grave. Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, in reality, the two were speaking from the comfort of their offices in the com- com- company's campus in Menlo Park, California, wearing virtual reality headsets. One of the things that's really magical about VR is that you get, can get the feeling that you're really in a place, said Zuckerberg, <laughs> as, as his grinning avatar floated over scenes of flooding and destruction. <laughs> Show me what you got! <laughs> The head. The head has spoken. (laughs) Uh, Rachel and I aren't even in the same building in the physical world, but it feels like we're in the same place and we can make eye contact, he added, before he and Rachel high-fived within the virtual space (laughs) with the somber scenes of Puerto Rican devastation around them. (laughs) But look, again, this is my thing with technology. I see so much greatness within that. Yeah. Because what if there's firefighters using that and they can spot people, survivors within the wreckage that they're using these cameras for? What if there's doctors who are giving advice to people on the street to be like, this person has received a burn. This is what you need to be doing. There's so many incredibly beneficial scientific and technological advancement there. But people focus on, yeah, but he's a cartoon and the cartoon's mocking them. (laughs) So yeah, but one, they can't see the cartoon. They're under debris. Yeah, right. they, they much like. I mean, admittedly, maybe they don't want to be used in a promotional video. But <laughs> I think, um, like, firstly, they they raised like a, a one and a half million dollars or something. Or they, right. not raised, but they donated a million and a half dollars to the 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 relief right. effort or whatever. Um, but the, I think they they weren't really explicit in that the whole thing came across more of like a product promotion and they didn't really go over the problems in Puerto Rico or anything like that. So it was just a bit kind of out of the blue and it was all like put across just as easily have gone to New York. Yeah. And been like, look, we're in New York. After this, they went to the moon. So like (laughs) (laughs) they could have gone anywhere. Yeah. They didn't have to go to human suffering. Yeah, no, they went to the moon and, uh, marveled at the absolutely lovely view of the milky way after going to puerto rico and seeing all the flooding <laughs> and uh well saying, this view's a lot better than that shit that yeah. we just saw <laughs> you can see that we really feel like we're here the street is really flooded they said uh like it, it's just it's, but i can see what they're saying about like tone deaf like the stuff just doesn't really they don't seem to understand. It was, it, was, it was presented in a corporate way. Yes. It like was... the same way that, yeah, you got corporate promotional videos that are just like, are you out of touch? And you go, yeah, they're all out of touch. Yeah. They're all complete. He's a billionaire, you know. 
he 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 probably doesn't know what it's like to be in a flood. Yeah, he probably be like, well, I'm disconnected from it. So, but you, yeah, the thing I can is, see they the could have used it the... to talk about the the relief effort yeah, or, yeah. and everything like that without ever once talking about the technology, and people would understand yeah. what the technology is capable of just by being a part of that. Like they they didn't, but they, instead they used it to talk about the technology and had this disaster as a backdrop, almost like. <laughs> Completely inconsequential. Yeah. By the way, there's a disaster, but look at this shit. I'm on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it was just, I th- yeah, I think... Uh, it's like having Guantanamo Bay live stream as your screensaver. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, the, it's incredible what you can do nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, 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 was, that was all it was for that one. I, and, yeah. like, I can understand, like, the whole tone-deaf argument. And... Um, I don't think it takes away from the good that they've been doing in the area and everything like that. Um, I just well, think I, it, it, it's well, just again, seemed a bit it, misguided. It's the sheep thing. It's the, it's the leaders and the, and the followers thing again. Because again, I look I, I look completely through whatever haircut or cartooniness or the context that it was in. You'd be like, oh, if you were able to virtual reality into a disaster zone, that sounds incredibly opportunistic. You could yeah. do so many incredible things there. Yeah. But because they were being, it was being shown in, a, in an entertainment way. Yeah. People didn't take it as entertainment. They took it yeah. as something else. And you go like, well, what? I don't understand how you can't look at it and then be like, how would I do that? Mm. Instead, they go like, how dare this person say <laughs> this to me? Yeah. You go like, I get it. It might be insensitive, but don't, you know, you need to overcome that again. Yes, what they were doing could be seen as um, somewhat misguided in terms of media coverage of like yeah. their, their their PR. Yeah, their PR was probably negative in that light. But you go like, oh, they probably said bad PR because there must have been someone who said, oh, okay, who greenlit that. Yeah, who was like, yeah, we'll have flying cartoon characters flying over Puerto Rico and all the all the, the destruction. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that person either fucked up their job or they didn't, and. Well, if it's Mark Zuckerberg and the head of social virtual, virtual reality, reality, I don't. There's no one really higher than that. Like, they well, there's the head of real reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where was he? Jeff. Or she? <laughs> Jeff Davis, head of real reality. <laughs> Here's your phone bill. <laughs> your life insurance has run out the day before you died. Yeah, and you're stuck in Puerto Rico <laughs> as a head. <laughs> but don't worry, here comes Zuckerberg. <laughs> And then they showed his dog from the perspective of tiny people, so his dog was massive. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go to a disaster zone, and the moon, and honey, I shrunk the kids. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Was it Zuckerberg who took ideas from his kid? No, it was the head of Paramount, wasn't it? took film ideas or something oh yeah yeah yeah. and it was a massive and they're releasing it in some kind of dead (laughs) shares died or something yeah (laughs) it was was monster trucks wasn't it (laughs) trucks that turn into monsters (laughs) on the moon or puerto rico yeah the thing is a good script can turn anything into a good film i think (laughs) it's just but then if you if you if you like to your five year old, be like, I need ninety pages by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a good script, and not in crayon and dribble this time. Yeah, okay? no, take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, shit. It's stained with ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ketchup. It's blood. I can't read this. <laughs> it's all invisible ink. 
It's in a peanut butter sandwich. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't. You're not professional, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's just a quick one. Uh, a man Googled how to rob a bank and then robbed a bank. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fault him. No. <laughs> he went one step further than a stupid bank robber. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sheriff deputies on Monday arrested a man accused of robbing a bank near Largo last week, uh, then using the money on utilities, rent, and a drug binge. <laughs> <laughs> so he's responsible. He's got like... <laughs> Number one, need to pay the internet bill, because that, that that's the reason I got all this money. I managed to use Google, and then he's just, he's got all these piles of money. He's like, that's for the water, that's for the gas... That's for the crack, and that's for the acid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> little piles, they put me in a little envelope. It's really organised. <laughs> Everything in jars. <laughs> and it's just like a small jar for the utilities. It's, just, it's a bathtub for the drugs. <laughs> Pour that in. Uh, Johnson Honey, has- don't worry. <laughs> Rent paid. <laughs> and we got those of drugs. Please, the rent paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah my credit rating. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Like, his family's really worried about credit rating, but not about their mental health. Like, you know, I don't want to go overdrawn on the bank statement again. Don't worry about that. I've paid that off. You know, I've had the word with the nice guy on the phone. Everything's fine. Got a little crack. Everything's going to be great. Really functioning OCD drug addicts bank robber. The thing I don't understand is how you pay utilities. Because that comes from your account. So you would have robbed them and then be like, okay, now could you deposit it in my account? (laughs) I need a banker's draft. Um, Now here's a check for... uh, How much did you give me? $100,000. Here you go. Give that to British Gas. Yeah. They'll they'll know who it's from. It's the guy who owes them £100,000. Um, Johnson entered the bank just before 11am approached the teller implied that he had a gun and told the teller to give him cash according to the deputies he ran from the store with the cash do you not do you just have to imply that you have a gun well uh, (laughs) like the the argument is they're insured right so all the employees just just give people surrender yeah because why risk yeah one why risk their lives the bank doesn't want to risk the insurance payout of dead it's like just give him the money we're insured like, yeah. we'll get the money back yeah yeah um after an investigation deputies found him at the hotel in an interview detectives said johnson told them that he was in need of money and searched on google how to rob a bank <laughs> um they booked him for a hundred thousand dollars bail to be yeah. fair that's all i do when i want to learn anything <laughs> yeah google it just google it literally everything like, there's, there's someone who likes self-improvement yeah i'll google everything i google well before I feed my dog anything illegitimate, like Doritos, yeah. like, can he give a can dog he... Doritos? Yeah. And it comes, yes or no? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, fair enough. Now yeah. I know. Yeah. You go, like, what's the best, I start using the steam and the sauna at the gym. What's the best way to use the steam and the sauna? Mm. Should you go in dry? Should you go in after a workout, before a workout? Should you jump into the steam first or yeah. the sauna first? Just things that spark my curiosity and how to do it. <laughs> but yeah, if I was to rob a bank, I would <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Well, it taught me to put up a shelf. It taught me to make a casserole. It can teach me to rub a bank. Yeah. It's put all of my utility payments in one convenient location. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
An Atlanta rapper who previously claimed to have been shot at least on at least 11 different occasions and who in December, after being wounded, proclaimed, God made me bulletproof, was shot and killed on Sunday. <laughs> well, how can you claim to be bulletproof if you've been shot 11 times before he's died? Before this occurred, he's been like, I'm bulletproof. Why do you think that? Well, I've been shot 11 times. That doesn't, that means you're not bulletproof. Yeah, they're going through you. They're just not killing you. <laughs> the person who's shooting you is bad aim. That's yeah. the only thing you're saying. If they bounce off you, no, I had to lose a kidney. Well, I don't think you're bulletproof, mate. <laughs> if a bulletproof vest worked the way that you think it does, it would be worthless. There's a point there's a, there's a bit that I deleted off this because it went on. But at, at some point he was shot in the head. He was shot in the head and he had to learn to read and write again. Well, that's bulletproof if ever I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's get other people to send texts for him and shit. Imagine, like, imagine the teachers he had reaction when they saw him tweet that. <laughs> I'm bulletproof. Yeah. We went over bulletproof, Tony. Like that, you're not bulletproof. Yeah. You forgot words. He just doesn't know what it means. <laughs> That He's means I get shot, shot a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, that means bullet magnet, right? I mean, of all the people to get shot, I'm 11 times more likely. <laughs> sure, Tony, sure. <laughs> um, Jibril Abdur Rahman, 28, who was better known as Young Marcy, was found dead with multiple gunshot wounds inside the Urban, Pe- Urban Pie Pizza Shop in Atlanta's Kirkwood neighbourhood. The restaurant was less than 200 feet from the police station. Um, in a video posted on YouTube in June, uh, Abdul Rahman said he had been shot 10 previous times. He said in the interview that he keeps getting shot, in part due to his skin tone, the fact that some people don't like real dudes. Don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not a real dude. Yeah. No, he isn't. Let's shoot him. Yeah. Um, the rapper's bulletproof declaration came in a tweet after the 11th shooting sent presumably from a hospital uh, just hours after he suffered a chest wound during an attack at a Waffle House last December. He gets shot in a pizza place and then he gets shot in a Waffle House. There's something about, like... <laughs> Stop this food binge that you're yeah. doing. It's bad for your health. It's the same as like Houdini, isn't it? Like Houdini bragged that anybody could punch him as hard as they wanted in the stomach and he'd be fine. And it's true, right? If he was prepared, and right. then one day and someone just walked or talked up to him and said, "Hey, Udini," punched him, and he died. Because oh. <laughs> like he could condense, he, he did some kind of thing where like he tensed his muscles or whatever, and he could yeah. take a punch. But because this guy punched him and he wasn't ready for it, punched him in the gut. Uh, there might be something I'm vaguely remembering about a key being involved in like his stomach. Oh, or right, something. and ruptured his spleen or Maybe something because like he but, swallowed a key. To... But the thing is, he just wasn't ready for this punch. <laughs> and, oh. and they just went, "Hey, Udini, <laughs> this guy could take a punch. What's wrong?" <laughs> and he died. So being like, "Oh yeah, I'm bulletproof." Oh, this guy's bulletproof. Hey, mate. <laughs> bang! 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 bang. <laughs> You said you were bulletproof, mate. Not while I'm eating. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. 
for anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.